When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Matt. This one kind of goes the opposite way, although there's still some fantasy goodness here to talk about. We got the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers this upcoming week. Atlanta's favorite at minus three and a half. The over-under is a whopping, just kidding, 39 and a half points this week. One of the lowest over-unders of the week between these two teams. Vegas not expecting a, a very happy game script here for us to get into. Quarterback-wise, I have Desmond Ritter at 30th. Uh, Brace Young at 29. ECR is not much different than that. I don't think you're starting either one of these guys from a redraft league's perspective. It's more about what they do for the other players. But we'll get into that with the wide receivers. Let's talk about Bijan. Bijan, I, I, I would go against my brand. I'll go with Chris to this because Chris has been, you know, we've had this battle back and forth all summer long anyway. I would be against my brand if I didn't rank him number one. So that's what I did. The ECR has him at four. I think he gets to be the bell cow right away. I think that's why he was the eighth pick overall. I think he is the engine of this offense that makes the rest of everything else go. By the way, Carolina, about of a middle-of-the-pack team when it comes to fantasy points allowed and rushing yards allowed to the running back. Chris, where do you have Bijan on your list, do you think, this week? Yeah, I do have him in the top five. You know, While I'm not as big as him for the whole season as you are, I do think this is a good matchup versus Carolina. Carolina's strength is their secondary and their pass rush. Um, you know, you're looking at J.C. Horn as a good corner. You have a guy like Burns coming off the edge. What you're going to look to do is run right at this team in Carolina. What they also don't have is great linebackers covering guys out of the backfield. So I like Bijan being involved in the passing attack. Um, I think that's going to be part where you're going to see the workhorse back. I don't think he's going to get 20 you know, carries, but I think he's going to get 20 touches. And I think that's going to be key for him versus Carolina in a game that I think this Atlanta team could surprise some people putting up points on the board. I think Bijan's definitely a top five guy for me this week. So would you agree with me in going over on the 71 and a half rushing yard mark for his player prop this week? I would. Um, I think that you're going to see Tyler Algier mixed in there more so than people expect him to be. But I think Bijan Robinson is going to have a big run in this game. And I think when you look at, at the stats at the end of the game, He's going to be over the 80-yard mark. I like it, too. Miles Sanders, he's my RB16 this week. ECR was 17, basically saying he's a mid-level RB2. And while he's healthy, we kind of expect him to be the bell cow. I just talked about Bijan being the engine. Sanders has to be the engine. He's got to take pressure off the rookie quarterback. The receivers are decrepit old man, Adam Thielen, DJ Turk. Who knows if he's actually healthy? Jonathan Mingo, the reach of the draft. 
I mean, Chase, help me out here with Miles Sanders. Where do you have him out on your board? Actually, I, I like Miles Sanders as a, as a mid-level RB2 as well. I, I, I think that because he's going to be the engine that has to drive that offense to take pressure off of Bryce Young, to make sure that there's, there is at least the, the, the threat of the rush so that that young quarterback has the ability to, to pass, I, I think that they're going to feed him. They're going to want to feed him. He proved last year he can, you know, he can take a bigger load and he can make it through a whole season. I, I like him as a mid-level too. Uh, I don't think this game gets out of hand one way or another, not early enough to where both teams are going to want to establish an identity for the year. And they're going to want some of that identity to be the rush. So I remember last year, Atlanta gave up the eighth most, eighth most, I can't even talk, eight most rushing yards to the running back position last year. And Miles Sanders player prop 49 and a half rushing yards this game. It leads me to say, walk them in. It's a that's one of my lock bets of the week as well. Let's talk about the wide receivers, Adam. Let's talk about Drake London. I'm a little bit lower on the ECR. I got my wide receiver 21. ECR is wide receiver 19. Basically, we're telling you, you know, low to mid-level wide receiver two, either way, however you look at this thing. The key, this is where the Ritter of it all comes in. Now, with Ritter last year, he averaged nine targets a game, but though that was without Kyle Pitts on the the field. Now we're actually going to get a look with Bijan Pitts and of course, you know, Drake London with Ritter, how this offense is going to work. What is your expectation for week one for Drake London? I just need to see some real uh, receiving production. Uh, I'm very, very confident that he is going to earn himself a bunch of targets. I'm sure that every reception, uh, you know, that he gets, he's going to be efficient with. Uh, I, I'm very high on Drake London, the player, and his fit in this offense. It's going to all come down to Ritter, uh, whether or not this is going to be uh, like a, a repeat of Deontay Johnson last year, right, where you just get, yeah, cool, I got my 140 targets. Everything I believed about the receiver was true. This <laughs> offense is just so inept that I can't actually get fantasy value out of it. That's where my concerns with Drake London lie. It's not at all on the player. Yeah, don't no, please, please don't become Deontay Johnson, Drake London. That would break my heart. It would break Chris's heart even more than my heart, frankly. But uh, it still would break my heart nonetheless to see that because he's a great player. Uh, yeah, it just here, here's what I will say for London. Because Pitts was out during that time when Ritter did take over, because he's had that issue with the knee this entire offseason where he didn't get the training camp until late, I expect, especially out of the gates, the rapport to be between London and Ritter more so than Pitts and Ritter. And I think that bodes well for a guy like London to be that wide receiver too. Let's talk about the, uh, well, let's go to the old man for the old man talk. Sorry, Chris. Let's talk about Adam Thielen ranking at wide receiver 49 for me. ECR has him at 53. I would have had him a little bit higher, but Shark is expected to be back and actually on the field. So that just takes away a couple of targets from Adam Thielen, which I frankly, I think for him to be a fantasy asset, he needs every target he can possibly get. Would you play Adam Thielen your flex at all this week? I actually would. I'm, I'm actually more bo um, bold on Adam Thielen in general for this entire season. I know everybody wrote him off after last year. I the old man's stick together. He's an old man. He, you know, he can't do anything anymore. He did get clocked at 20 miles an hour in camp over the summer, so he's not completely done when it comes to being athletic. Driving in? Was that downhill? Yeah. <laughs> it was actually running. It wasn't just driving in. That was actually running. Um, but he's going to be also utilized a lot in the slot. We know that typically, you know, young quarterbacks up for their slot receivers, it's kind of like the thing that they want to make, you know, their baba in a sense, a guy that they're going to look for to kind of keep themselves going. Adam Thielen's a guy they're going to move all over the, you know, the formation as it is. 
I trust Frank Wright can get one receiver involved. I don't think everybody else is going to necessarily be involved, but I think Adam Thielen is the guy who is the true number one. Everything I've heard out of camp is that's who they're going to look to involve the mostly. DJ Shark and Brian Young have a good, uh, a good, uh, you know, mix together, but it hasn't been the same thing Adam Thielen is, and I think he's going to be able to get you a touchdown opportunity at some point. Don't forget Atlanta blitzes a lot, so it's going to be also important for the receivers to kind of know where to kind of get the option routes, and Adam Thielen will be kind of helpful for that as well. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 not bad, not bad points. I think he's around that borderline, especially to play with three receivers as it is. All right, Chase, let's talk Kyle Pitts time. I got him ranked at seven. ECR has him at seven heading into week one. Are we going to see the beginning of Kyle Pitts breaking out? Or is it going to be more of the same where he gets targeted, he's on the field, and yet we're still feeling like we're wanting more? Yeah, boy, I'll tell you what. I Seven might be a little rich for me there. I mean, oh. I definitely, I, I definitely, I, I, I definitely think he's that. Was that? <laughs> so who, who are you gonna rank him even further down than that? Because that's my thing. The whole reason I'm at seven is I look at the rest of the tight ends on the list. I'm like, well, I can't put you lower than these guys. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is that point. He, he still is the same physical freak that we all knew when he came into the league, and, and that we all fell in love with as a prospect. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping that he can be, that he can be good. I have, so I have some shares. I have more shares of him this year than I, I've had in the past ever i just i i'm still i'm still i'll believe it when i can when i can see it manifest in front of me now that now that they're riding with desmond ritter i i think they could either be a completely fun offense to watch if if desmond ritter can be even competent if he can't it could be a train wreck and i don't want to bet too high on the train wreck just yet no, and I can understand that. And look, Carolina gets the tight end, not the greatest matchup in the world. 23rd most in receiving yards, and they were 10th in fantasy points allowed to position. And DFS is going to cost you a ton to get. So, I mean. Yeah, no, agreed there, too. Let me, play, let me play a game with you real, real quick, Chase, because you said you might have a little bit lower than even seven. I, I want to I see if that's going to be true. Would you play Kyle Pitts or David Njoku? I'd run Njoku. Okay. Would you play Kyle Pitts or Tyler Higbee? That's not fair because I don't like Tyler Higby. I mean, I'm sure he's a <laughs> fine person. Mother loves him. I just, I just don't. All right. How about Kyle Pitts or Dalton Schultz? I like Dalton Schultz. Okay. How about Kyle Pitts or Evan Ingram? Pitts. All right. So I think you, I think you, you know what? I'll give you. I don't credit. think. I don't, I don't I think, think I'm much like your tight end ten then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's much like. I still think he's a startable asset. And if you drafted him, you drafted him to start him. So. What the hell are you gonna do? You know. Okay, I was just gonna pull Noah Fant out of nowhere, and because he's available. All right, that's that. No, you you stuck to your words. So I give you credit for that. Uh, no one cares about Hayden Hurst, so let's move to our next 